0: I'm Selena Sage, and Live Free is for our collective liberation. Namaste and welcome. First, I'd like to thank new listeners of the podcast who've reached out to me and shared such kind words about your experience with the show. You've inspired me to hit record this morning. (laughs) And today I'd like to share this concept that it is the false that makes you suffer. And to do that, I thought I would share insights from an Advaita Vedanta master, Sri Misargadatta Maharaj, and also the great Sufi saint, Rumi. And finally, circling around from a great Zen, or actually Cheyenne master, Wang Po from China. And these masters have provided great insights. Let's talk about it. And <laughs> so first from Sri Nisargadatta, he said, it is always the false that makes you suffer, the false desires and fears, the false values and ideas The false relationships between people. Abandon the false and you are free of pain. Truth makes you happy. Truth liberates. This is very on the nose. He says directly, it's the false that makes you suffer. So anytime we are suffering, that is a clue that we're believing something that is false. Our thought itself is giving us the indication that that is not truth, whatever it is that we're believing to be. And Saint Rumi does a great job of this. This is from the Mathnawi book two, which he wrote um, ages ago. And it quotes a conversation between Iblis, who's a a central figure in the Quran, a fallen angel, and also Muawiyah, who is um, a caliph, in those times. So Iblis asked, can you tell a lie from the truth, you who are filled with illusion? Muawiyah answered, the prophet has given a clue, a touchstone to know the base coin from the true. He has said, that which is false troubles the heart, but truth brings joyous tranquility that which is false troubles the heart, but truth brings joyous tranquility. So again, anything that is troubling your heart must be false because the truth brings joy. The truth is joy. And what I love about Zen masters is that they get straight to the point, and Wang Po is from, I think, the 5th century, so very, very... Um, wise master and and he says plainly, "Give up those erroneous thoughts leading to false distinctions. There is no self and no other. There is no wrong desire, no anger, no hatred, no love, no victory, no failure. Only renounce the error of intellectual or conceptual thought processes, and your nature will exhibit its pristine purity." For this alone is the way to attain enlightenment. So typical of a Zen master, they say, just get rid of all thoughts. (laughs) There is, if he's saying there's no self and no other, no wrong desire, no love, no hatred, there's really no thing, there's nothing. And Zen is kind of just, is his realization, it is a realization that The thoughts are the whole problem. So instead of trying to distinguish if a thought is false or true, just give up all thoughts and you won't suffer. And Wang Po also says, So long as your mind is subject to the slightest movement of thought, you will remain engulfed in the error of taking ignorant and enlightened for separate states. I thought this was really worth sharing because... We often think that we think that there's this, this spectrum, this range of being unenlightened or enlightened. And that's a definition of that only applies to personhood. Only persons can have those different levels of consciousness because the person is the limited aspect of consciousness. But if you go before the person then all there is is consciousness. There is only one. And so those manifestations have not yet materialized. <laughs> you, you go to the source to recognize this oneness. And as long as you are entangled in the mind, which is only thought, the, the mind is only thought, as long as you're entangled in that, you are removed from your original nature as consciousness itself. And so when you drop thoughts, you're immediately in the space beyond or before personhood. You're at the source. And what is aware of that is prior even to consciousness. And I'm just inspired to share more, more wisdom from Wong Po because I think he's amazing. <laughs> and he says, to awaken suddenly to the fact that your own mind is the Buddha, that there is nothing to be attained or a single action to be performed. This is the supreme way. And here, mind is capitalized. So again, he says, to awaken suddenly to the fact that your mind, capital M, is the Buddha, That there is nothing to be attained or a single action to be performed. This is the supreme way. So, this is going one remove from the little mind, the, the mind of the person, which is a limited aspect of this unlimited capital M mind or consciousness. And if you recognize that that is the Buddha, that that, you know, that awareness of the oneness, which is the oneness, is prior to the limited aspect of the small mind, or the person, there's nothing else to be done. (laughs) This is an immediate realization. This is Zen. And he says, if you students of the way wish to become Buddhas, you need study no doctrines whatsoever, but learn only how to avoid seeking for and attaching yourselves to anything. So if you avoid Seeking and attaching, then you are freedom, and we are so easy to, um, so quick to attach ourselves to thoughts, whatever thought races through, we we become, it gets our attention. We become attached to it. We believe it in it, and that defines our experience. And when we're suffering, there is a false thought that is is passing that we're attaching to and believing but from the zen perspective all thoughts are false <laughs> because this is thought is is one remove one removed from the unborn so if you go back to the unborn awareness itself which is free of thought you have no you have no work to do you don't have to follow St. Rumi's advice to, to recognize the real from the false or to know Nisargadatta's advice that, you know, that this false makes you suffer. You don't suffer at all if you don't attach yourself to any thought or anything or any idea or any belief. This is the great opportunity that Zen provides just by washing away all concepts and all thoughts, there's automatically no suffering. So I encourage you to sit with this wisdom from three great masters, contemplate it, and recognize where in your life you might feel any suffering. And your first step might be to just tell yourself, okay, because I'm suffering, that is false. That's a place to start. And then as you progress, in your recognition of your true nature you'll know immediately that anything anything at all that comes to mind especially dressed as a thought a memory idea imagination it's all false <laughs> because thought itself is one removed from your nature that unborn awareness which is free of free of all and therefore simply freedom itself (laughs) and so I thank you so much for being here Namaste